Well, hello. I'm Eliza Jones, and for as long as I can remember, people have said that my wildly detailed dreams should be turned into short stories. After writing them down, I like to interpret my dreams, and some of the results are weirdly accurate, while others are outrageous or funny. With tongue-in-cheek, I'll share these dreams and interpretations with you, along with superstitions, astrology, and other paranormal things. Welcome to Wouldn't Dream of It. I call this week's dream Brutal School. I was going to this school, and the curriculum was extremely physically brutal. Corporal punishment in the form of caning was dealt out for minor indiscretions like dropping your pencil during a test. Every class began and ended with a physical challenge like push-ups, sit-ups, running, and other activities that most schools only require in physical education classes. Any student who failed to complete the before and after class challenge was put into a stockade, caned or whipped, or sometimes even waterboarded. After several months of this brutal treatment, the physical challenges became less difficult and the punishments became more normal. It was eventually revealed to us that the purpose of the brutality was to teach us, get this, gratitude. I guess we were supposed to be grateful for not being beaten up anymore. Anyway, one morning on my way to school, I passed this kid on a bike because he was going really, really slow. After I passed him, his bike suddenly became a car that reminded me of the monster race cars from Saturday morning cartoons. He chased and tailgated me all the way to school. I drove around back to my usual parking space and went inside, glad to be away from that maniacal kid. Of course, right after I got to the first class, the kid from the race car was introduced as a new student. Not only that, but his mom was there with him. This kid was going to start attending our school, but he had missed all of the brutal parts. The rest of us had been beaten up and traumatized, but he was going to start after the normal part of school was in progress. Livid, I went to visit my dad, who apparently was a cardiologist, but he wasn't practicing anymore. He was working in the school's hospital, which was much less busy now that the gratitude part of school had started. I asked him for a dollar to get a drink from the machine before I had to go to class. My dad gave me the dollar, and I got a drink before returning. I sat down at my table with my friend Michelle, and I tried to give her a ring of mine that she liked. The ring only fit one of her fingers where she was already wearing a ring that was important to her. I told her that she was welcome to wear my ring anytime she liked. We talked a bit about the new student and how he shouldn't be allowed to attend our school after the brutal parts were over, especially with his mom helping him. I woke up at this point and realized that my fingers were swollen, which happens occasionally with fibromyalgia. I had to take off one of my rings before I could go back to sleep. If you have ever woken up to find that something that you were dreaming was caused by something happening in the real world around you, please share your experience with me. My email address is in the show notes and in the outro message as well. Thankfully, the rest of my dream was just the random thoughts of my mind trying to make sense of the crazy world around it. The unfamiliar school may predict an unexpected surprise that will change the options that I'm facing.
Aren't all surprises unexpected? I'm not a fan of surprises, but if it makes a positive change, I'm all for it. Being beaten at all, apparently, not just at school, means that your home life is contradictory to your temperament. I wonder which temperament. I can be rather mercurial, and sometimes I think parts of my temperament are at odds with one another. Maybe the quicksilver quality is what is at odds with my home life. I haven't seen any evidence of a problem in this area, but I'll be on the lookout for it, and I'll share it with you, my dear listeners, if I see any signs. I'll also try to be a little less prone to erratic changes in mood and try to stay in my moderate zone. Several people being whipped in a dream indicates that I will be disappointed if I think that my issues will resolve themselves. My issues have never self-resolved before, so I would never expect them to resolve themselves now. Fortunately, I can't think of any issues that I'm facing at this time. I suppose that's another thing I'll be reporting to you if I see it. In direct contradiction to the whippings in my dream, being punished in a dream may foretell an unexpected decrease in financial difficulties. I won't hold my breath on this one. I mean, I do live in the real world. Seeing that monster race car in my rearview mirror is supposed to mean that I should go full speed ahead. I'm glad to hear that my dream supports the fact that I go full speed ahead in everything, except maybe my crochet projects, which I've been horribly neglecting since becoming a podcaster. Maybe now that I've switched to every other week shows, I will have some time to crochet. If so, I'll share pictures on social media. Be sure to check the show notes for links to the social media sites. This week's lucky numbers, brought to you by Dream Punishment, are 3, 5, 19, 42, 44, 49. Again, that's 3, 5, 19, 42, 44, 49. Is it me or does it seem like 3 shows up a lot in our lucky numbers? If you've noticed that, let me know. Tis the season for influenza. How can you avoid getting that nasty little flu bug this year? I've been required by employers to get an annual flu shot for so many years that I wouldn't think of skipping it, but there are some superstitions that you can try to augment whatever you normally do to avoid the flu. One note before I go on, though. Many of these superstitions evolved when pretty much any serious cough was called whooping cough. So, if you hear whooping cough a lot, just assume I'm talking about any disease that causes coughing. Amber, which is a stone made of fossilized tree sap, has been said to offer curative benefits for asthma and whooping cough. While you're wearing amber, you may find that you don't have nightmares, and you will be protected against witchcraft. You know, just in case there's a witch angry with you. Similarly, agate, which is a blend of chalcedony and quartz, can protect its wearer against fever and poison. You know, just in case someone tries to poison you because your coughing is keeping them awake. <laughs> if you've been around social media for a while, you may have heard of Rhett and Link, who wrote and performed a song called Rub Some Bacon on It. This was a little over a decade ago, so, um, you know, if this doesn't sound familiar to you, make sure you 
check the show notes for a link. Basically, the song tells the listener that rubbing bacon on literally anything will cure it. These guys must have learned that bacon is considered a treatment for fever and for constipation. And if stolen, the bacon can also be used to remove warts. Who knew? Well, I guess Rat and Link knew. To go with your bacon, if you can find a black chicken egg and eat it, you will be protected from fever for the next 12 months. Becca, do your chickens ever lay black eggs? There might be a market niche here. <laughs> Since the donkey makes a similar braying sound to the person suffering a serious cough, hairs of a donkey may be fed to the ailing person. Donkey hairs were also forced on those suffering from scarlet fever. On a similar level, <laughs> on a similar level of how do I swallow this, are the chips of an ash tree, which, when cut at a certain time, are used to treat whooping cough. <laughs> oh, boy, people used to swallow some nasty shit. <laughs> and forgive me, please. If you are currently using donkey hairs or ash tree chips to treat whooping cough or scarlet fever. In parts of Africa, wearing a dead beetle on a thread around the neck until the beetle decays has been considered curative of whooping cough. The English have a similar remedy that involves wearing a live caterpillar in a bag until the caterpillar dies. I don't like that one. Having a live caterpillar on one's person, hopefully not in a bag awaiting its death, is said to prevent fever too. Should you have a cough and a fever, and you don't feel like killing a caterpillar, you could try being dipped into an open grave a few times. I hope this means before the occupant of the grave is added. It seems that taking a person with a cough into a cave and demanding that the cave spirits cure them works too. This seems easier and less invasive of privacy than grave dipping, and the lovely cave humidity is likely to soothe the sick person's irritated sinuses and lungs. It's time once again to talk about astrology. On November 22, 2023, the sun will enter the sign of the archer, Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a mutable, masculine fire sign that is ruled by Jupiter. Joanna Woolfolk describes people born under this sign as, quote, energetic, ambitious, generous, freedom-loving, and a seeker of a challenge, open to new ideas, end quote. If a Sagittarius were to visit a career counselor, Hazel Dixon Cooper would say that their dream job would be, quote, senator in charge of filibusters, end quote. Although I've heard now maybe a Sagittarius's um, dream job would be senator in charge of being the bouncer. I don't know. If you haven't heard about the uh, <laughs> the challenge to a fist fight in Senate, check out the news from earlier this week. <laughs> Fall in love with a Sagittarius man if you like to be in a relationship that allows you lots of freedom to hang out with friends and act single. He won't be there to let you cry on his shoulder, but he also won't ask you for a play-by-play -play when you go out with your friends. 
He'll almost never be home, and when he is, he will bore you to death with his philosophizing. Even a simple question about what to eat for dinner may set off a lengthy monologue about foods of various regions of the world, which are superior and why. You might as well take a seat and have a snack. This will take a while. <laughs> the Sagittarius woman will seem like the perfect woman for you, but you will always play second fiddle to her causes and projects. Complain about this, and you might find yourself having to pay for a whole new set of dishes before she finally cools down. Be prepared to clean up the broken pieces of dishes, too, as she will not be known as an amazing housekeeper. She is likely to be faithful to you, but she'll have as many male friends as she has causes and projects. If you're a suspicious type or you're looking for someone who is dependent on you, the Sagittarius woman is not for you. She is, quote, the most independent female under the sun, says Hazel Dixon Cooper. It's funny, as I was reading about Sagittarius, I was thinking, I'm a Taurus, but I need to find out where Sagittarius fits into my chart, because a lot of the things that they said about the Sagittarius woman really applied to me. Maybe I got switched at birth. Well, no, that wouldn't work, because... Yeah, you couldn't be born in April and then get switched to a November. How could I possibly be a Sagittarius? If you think of a, of a way that could happen, let me know. In Upworthy News this week, I learned something that made me feel like a bit of a dork. This was a story from another story, so I'll link the Upworthy article in the show notes so that you can read their story and watch the video from which the story derived. Did you know that not only is bottled water 2,000 times more expensive than tap water, it may also be of lower quality? It's true, and I didn't know until today myself. After Fiji Water took some stabs at the water quality in the city of Cleveland, the city ordered a test of Fiji Water. What did they find? Fiji contained trace elements of arsenic, which was below the amount allowed by the FDA, but Cleveland's water has no arsenic at all. Some research has shown that 25 to 45 percent of bottled water originates from a tap somewhere. I mean, you can say it came from a spring in beautiful wherever, but that doesn't mean that the company isn't bottling public tap water that originates from that spring. How can the quality of bottled water be exaggerated to seem so much better than tap water? It's all about government regulation. In the United States, bottled water is regulated by the Food and Drug Administration, whereas your tap water is overseen by the Environmental Protection Agency. The FDA requires a lower standard of reporting than the EPA, so tap water faces more scrutiny before it reaches your home. In addition to the potentially equal quality of tap versus bottled water, the plastic bottles in which the water is packaged are piling up in our planet's landfills. In the United States alone, enough plastic bottles are used each week to circle the earth five times. Where do these bottles go? Quote, up to 80% of the empty bottles end up in landfills or noxious gas-producing incinerators. The rest is either recycled or shipped to countries like India, where poor people without environmental and labor protections have to deal with it. 
If you worry about drinking your tap water, contact your municipal department and ask for a water quality report. If the water quality report isn't great, or if your tap water just doesn't taste great or contains particles that you don't want to consume, purchase a drinking water filter. Or if you want all of the water that comes out of your household taps to be as clean as possible, get a whole house filtration system. If you Google whole house filtration system, a whole bunch of really great vendors will come up. Let's be better stewards of our planet's resources. Creating this show for you is a dream come true for me, so your support means more than you know. Please tell everyone about Wouldn't Dream of It so that we can keep growing. Wouldn't Dream of It is written, edited, and produced by me, Eliza Jones. Marketing assistance is provided by Lapis Hale and Leah Way. Original song, Dreams and Nightmares by Twisted. That's Twisted with a Y. Find them on Facebook as Twisted Twisted both with a Y instead of an I. Connect with us on social media at Wooden Dream of It. That's wooden without the apostrophe. Be sure to check my show notes for a complete list of references used to create this podcast. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.